Raise the era. Turn to the person next to you say, praise God. Praise God Amen. God is good. Who agrees? I'm supposed to say, God is good all the time. Amen. One more time. Say it like you believe it. <laughs> Amen. Listen, man, we are about to embark on a, a whole new 12 months of goodness. Are you guys ready for that? I said, are you ready for that? There are some powerful promises in the Bible. God says that we will drink from wells that we did not, we did not dig. We will eat from vines that we did not plant. Amen? We will live in homes that we did not build. Praise the Lord. God will build for us. God will dig for us. God will always provide. Amen? Amen. Always provide. But Amen. the key is this year, we've got to make those promises real in our hearts. Amen? So what we're going to do this morning is we are going to open up in prayer. And then what we're quickly going to go through is we're going to go through how we shall not conform to the ways of this world. How many of you guys know right now the calendar has clicked over and everybody is roaring to run into the <laughs> new year like horses out of the gate at the, at the new market race course. Yeah. How many of yeah. you guys have been to the new market race course? Put, put up your hand. What were you doing there? I, I've been to The Rock. Check, David, David put up his David hand. Yeah, yes. I've got you there, bud. <laughs> Placing yeah. his bets there. <laughs> So how many of you guys have seen when that gate opens, eh, those horses just start charging, they bolt. And this is what happens to us as, uh, as people coming at the end of a calendar year, we go, we go through all the stuff, we, we have a look at all the accomplishments, all the losses, we take stock of the year, and then we say to ourselves, listen, man, like a horse coming out of those, those, uh, uh, um, those gates, I'm going to take on the new year. And what we do is, we think, this is the deception of, of people now. We think, okay, to make 2023 better than 2022, I need to set new goals. I need to set new goals. I need to place new milestones for my life. And I have to get a certain amount of projects or accomplishments done. I need to learn how to trade Forex. To make more money. <laughs> Somebody got that one. I, uh, <clears throat> I need to, uh, uh, um, you name it, get a new body, six pack. It's going it, to make it happen this year. So I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> so there's so many things that we as human beings uh, um, place in front of us. And we give, we try to give ourselves a new vision for the year, and we say, if we hit all those markers, we're going to have a better 23 than we did a 22. How many of you guys know what I'm talking about? Amen. How many of you guys know that that is a recipe for absolute depression? <laughs> that is a recipe for disaster. Amen? Yep. The key to this thing is, that we allow the Father to cast the vision for us. God knows what you need in your heart right now as an individual to take you to the next level of life Amen. for you to experience a richer, 
more fulfilling, more enjoyment, more peace. Are you with me? God is the only one. Not even do you know for yourself what you need. Amen? Turn to the person next to you and say, duh. Duh. Guys, this is so important because we have to be careful that we do not get caught up in the fashion, the ways, the patterns. Romans 12 verse 2, what does it say? Do not conform to the ways of this world. Do not adhere. Do not become taken up by the patterns of this world. What is the patterns of this world? It is man trying to grasp and build life in his own strength and his own power. Outside of the wisdom and the knowledge and the power of God himself. Now you'll see the world is going to go crazy, guys. Flesh is going to be high. It's going to be like flesh in this world at the moment is going to be turned up a couple of notches. You're actually going to hear the flesh brimming. I'm telling you, if 12 is the max they're already are turning it up to 11. We always tell you this, and we have to straighten this out in the beginning of the year because we don't want you to set yourself up for failure. Yeah. Are you with me? Turn to the person next to you and say, hope deferred makes the human heart sick. Okay, let's say that again. Hope deferred makes the human heart sick. Okay, so can we just chill and allow the Holy Spirit to set the pace, set the vision, give us the markers, and then, you know what the cool thing is, if you do it God's way, you know what's going to happen? You're going to bump into those markers by His power and His strength. Amen? Yeah. Now, a lot of people are going, what, what's my part? What, are I, what part do I play in this? Mm-hmm. Well, it hasn't changed. The disciples came to Jesus and they said, What is the work that we must do, Lord? What was his answer? His answer was, now I mean, at that moment, Jesus could have given them the best motivational message on planet earth. How many of you guys know that Jesus could probably be the, well, he is the best life coach. But right now, they come up to him and they say, listen, what is it that we must do? What is the work that we must do? What's our share? What's our part? What is the part that we play in this in this?" beautiful story that that has been presented to us and Jesus turns around and he says simply this believe in the one whom he has sent amen are you with me this morning folks so we've got to be so careful that we don't run out there now and uh, uh, establish a pattern that's coming from the outside we tell you this every year I know guys Okay, I know. Virgin Active, they have sold out. There's no more place in that place. Go try and get a thing. You'll wait in the line, I promise you. (laughs) You'll wait in the line because, hey, how's it, Tasso? Give Tasso a big round of applause, guys. That's supporting England, huh? Lekker, man. All the way. Yeesh. Supporting England. Yeesh, shame. But, (laughs) (laughs) so... So Virgin Active is, I mean, I'm, I promise you, they've sold, they, between January and like March, they sell the most memberships you could possibly sell throughout the year. Yeah. Why? Because people have convinced themselves, listen, if I get that thing, 
it's going to make me of more worth, more value. I'm going to have a better year. And I can tell you right now, by March. Done. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks for coming. By March, the diet is out of the window. Amen. Listen, it's easy to start on the 1st of January when you don't have to go to work. You've still got two weeks of holiday. Hey, lekker, can get up and go to the gym, do this, cook some food, stick to the diet. By the time you get to the second week at the office, it's gone, guys. <laughs> it's gone. And now you've placed so much worth on obtaining, obtaining this thing. Now it's gone. Guess what? You're disappointed. You, you, you begin to uh, uh, live in a, 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 a state of guilt or some people even in a state of shame. I'm telling you, it's the truth. But why? Because we are setting up goals and milestones for the year without allowing the Holy Spirit to show us what we truly need to have a better year. That's right. Amen? What does it, what will it really gain us that if on the 31st of December 2023, you have the body, you have the car, you have the job, you have the husband, you have the wife, but you have cultivated nothing in your heart. There is no new fruits. You know how many times I speak to people and they say, you know, pastor, I wish I could have more patience. How many of you guys would like to have more patience in 2023? <laughs> but let me tell you something. When, when, the, when the, the calendar ends and the 1st of January comes up, people aren't placing a value on having more patience by the end of the year. But let me tell you something, guys. You can have all those milestones. You can have all those markers that you've got to meet and those projects that you have to accomplish for 2023. But if you haven't cultivated the patience... On the way to getting those things and achieving those things, you're going to lose, you're going to have a bad relationship with yourself, a bad relationship with people, and you're going to doubt God on the deliverance of things, on His delivering of the stuff that you want. Because we haven't placed an, uh, an importance and an emphasis on growing as a person, not growing with stuff, not growing with achievements. Are you with me? Do you know how we work? It's actually very simple. We, we work very simple. I love the way uh, Jordan Peterson, anybody know Jordan Peterson? He says this, he says, if you think that you're going to find a long, sustainable uh, uh, um, happiness or joy from accomplishing something, you're kidding yourself. He says it's so simple. He says it this, he says, when you say to yourself, you know, this is the project that I'm going to achieve in 2023. All you've done is you've downloaded a program on your laptop, and now the program starts running. That's all you've done. You've put in a program that starts running now, and that thing runs, and now I've got to get that thing finished. I've got to achieve that thing. The moment you accomplish it, the program stops running. But have you upgraded the, the hardware? Have you upgraded the uh, processing power of the computer? Hello? So you accomplish this thing, and now it's done, 
And guess what? The program stops running, but you're still the same old sad Joe you were before you accomplished it. Hello? Hello? Anybody know what I'm talking about? And that's why we have to set this straight this morning. Before we go into the messages that God has for us for the rest of the year, we want to settle you guys. We don't want you guys to get swept up in this nonsense. Because I can tell you now, the family bras, wherever you go, wherever you are, you're going to hear everybody's New Year resolution. You're going to hear, I'm going to read six books this year. I'm going to do this this year. I'm going to do that this year. I'm going to learn to speak Chinese. Man, can you please go learn how to speak in tongues first before you speak Chinese? What? Praying in your tongue. What is that going to do for you? It's going to build you up like nothing else. I don't care if you can speak French, Chinese, English. I don't care how good you are at it. <laughs> Amen? Turn to the person next to you and say, if you don't know how to pray in tongues, buti, sissy, this is the first thing we're going to sort out this, this year. <laughs> Amen? Oh, Anyone want to pick up from there, Bash? Shishini. <laughs> <laughs> How's it, guys? Yo, 2023, praise the Lord. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still at the Chinese thing. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. But, um, you know, Ephesians 4 says something so amazing, you know. I think it's verse 1 or verse 2, Ephesians 4. Verse 1 or 2. Let's go verse 1. You know, it's, a, it's along these lines um, that we're talking about this morning. Who signed up for the gym in January, by the way? The what? The gym. Oh, the gym. Uh, you didn't. Weird. What did I say? Oh, oh, who signed up? (laughs) Nice. I I was just going to tell you, because look, gym is a good thing. There's lots of discounts to take advantage of, but do it for the right reason. That's all I'm saying. So Ephesians 4.1. Also, we've been off for two weeks. I've been surrounded by Indians the whole December. So if I am speaking too fast, bear with me. I will try my hardest to slow down. So it says here, um, now, Ephesians chapter 4, Paul talks about unity within the body, you know, and as believers, right? And maturity in Christ, you know, and it says here, as a prisoner for the Lord, then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received, right? Now, why is that important? How many of us have been called by God? All of us have been called, right? Now, how do we live a life worthy of that calling? Because how many of you know that the biggest thing, one of the biggest resolutions in January around the bride, now this year I want to get closer to God, brother, you know? But deep down in their heart, what they really mean is like, I hope I have time for him after gym and studying and career and, you know, all these things that I need to do. I hope I can get to him, you know? Yeah, it's a big deal. It is a big deal because we go through the entire list. This is how I'm going to make it this year. And then we get to the bottom of it in all our flesh. And we're like, but I'm a Christian. Let me just put God there quickly, you know. Just put God at the end. Volunteer at church. Tick. Thank you. Signed up for the volunteer team. Then every Sunday, oh, sorry, guys, I can't make it. We're like, okay. Why'd you sign up? To let us know you can't make it? Doesn't make sense, right? But this, this worthiness that he's talking about of the calling, because, you know, it's nice to just have the title, child of God. I'm saved. Child of God, I'm in the kingdom. 
God is with me, you know? And all these sort of emergency measures come out in our lives throughout the year at these moments of disappointment, you know, where we miss these benchmarks and we're like, Lord, but your grace is sufficient. You know, you come in here, hey, pastor, I'm feeling down. Why? No, nothing's working out. But I know God's good, you know, all these things. But to be worthy of this call, this title of child of God, we need to indeed walk with our Father. Amen? If we're just child of God by title and carry on and doing our own thing, we're actually orphans in our heart. Because what does the orphan have to do? Orphan has to survive. Often has to go out and make a plan. Often decides for itself. But a child is led by who? By their father. Are you with me? A child is led by their father. And this year as we start off, there's plenty of desires that you have in your heart that's coming up. Plenty, man. Yes, see. I tell you, there's something about the turn of the calendar. I don't know what it is. You know, and it's like uh, the, the last sort of week in December, maybe week and a half. You know, every, all the feeds, television, Internet, social media, whatever you're subscribed to, it, what is it all about? Reflecting on 2022. You know, even, even Apple Music, I got a, like a playlist. Like, like Bash, check out your, your playlist for 2022. I'm like, nice. It was this weird mix of like heavy guitar music and worship. I'm like, Bash, what did you do this year? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's like you'll hear like all these Polyphia songs, and then in there is like, you know, I'm waking up, and you know, it's like, you are worthy, and it's like all these, yeah, and I'm playing my playlist in the car, I'm like, yeah, this guitar is awesome, and then God is worthy comes on, I'm like, hallelujah, then the guitar is awesome, hallelujah, you know, it's like so weird, right, but then there is this intense reflection at the end of every calendar year, and what is it? It's just a reminder of the checklist you had in the beginning right? And you go through and you're like, oh wait, what did I actually do? Now how many of you, I don't know, you know how disciplined you are, but you get to this December and you're supposed to be festive and enjoying yourself, you know, and all those things and you just be like, I didn't do anything this year. You don't need to put your hand up. It's fine. In your heart, raise your hand, you know? <laughs> I see people looking at each other. Yeah, it's you. It's like, whoa, whoa. Hold on. This is a safe space. We're okay here, all right? But you guys know what I'm talking about, right? And the reason we end up in that, like, dead cycle every single time is because we do not start off this 12-month period, because it's, like, so weird. We only live 12 months at a time. You know, it's very strange. But we start off the 12-month period as orphans. And somewhere along the line during the year when the, the disappointment has heaped enough, then we're like, Lord, I need help. And then comes September, October, you know, there where we burn out. Then we feel the fire of the Lord, and we're like, wow, this is amazing. And then the year downturns, and we're back at square one. Are you guys with me? We start off the year, and we're like, okay, I'm going to do it different this year. And the only thing that's different is how our goals look. Not the method that we're going to live this year. Not the approach that we're going to take. Not how we're going to think about life, how we're going to think about God, ourselves, and our families. No, it's just the goals are different. And the ones that failed, we carry over. You guys with me? If it was antique from last year, then we carry over. So, I mean, if you be realistic, we've all probably got like five years of unfinished goals, then finished ones. And, Chisha's best know. friend, she's, she's, she said four years ago, it was the year of the body. It's four <laughs> years later, she's still saying it's the year it's of the, the body. It's the year of the body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's carried over for four years. And, and it's like we can't progress until that one's done. You know, it's like, I need to go back 12 years and finish that first. And then I can carry on with this year. 
Are you guys with me? But, hey, praise the Lord. Cheers. Hallelujah. But you, but you know what, <laughs> Bash, I want to yeah. just interject there quick. And you know what the problem is, guys? It's, it's actually a pagan, it's a pagan belief system. The Gregorian calendar uh, uh, kicking over. You know what that is? People think that there's a date and there's a season and there's a lining of the stars. We've been trained to think like that. But it's, it is a total demonic mindset. Because it makes uh, us, puts us in a very uh, vulnerable place. We are um, left at the mercy of this mysterious thing that's happening out there. We don't know what tomorrow holds for us. Um, we, we know that there, there must be something good after the 31st of December because it's the end of the year and maybe the, uh, the astrologers are saying it's the month of this and it's the that and the that. And we've been trained to think like that. The world thinks like that. To them, God is a mystery. It's demonic to its core. I know a man, I, I was watching a story the other day. He said he was in solitary confinement for 29 days. Do you guys know that after like day six, they say you lose your mind? He said that he got to a point in a dark hole for 29 days, okay? Everyone said to him when he goes in there, he's finished. After, he won't make it. He was a prisoner. He'll die. He'll go crazy. He'll beat his head against the wall until he's finished. But you know what happened? He asked his wife to bring him a Bible. And in those 29 days, he said he could not tell the difference between day and night. It was one long night. One month. He said the only thing that sustained him was the Word of God in his heart. That's right. That's right. You don't need to know... When the day is coming, when the night is coming, we're not in Game of Thrones, you know, the winter is coming. The night is, the night is dark and full of terror. We don't need to know the change of the seasons. Our happiness is not hanging on the stars aligning, the calendars changing. Our happiness, our joy, lies in our connection with our Father day to day. You see, to truly walk with God, guys, to truly walk with God, is not a case of event to event. Exactly. Yeah. Amen? Walking from event to event or milestone to milestone or achievement to achievement, you're not walking with God, you're walking with yourself. Exactly. You're not even engaging with God. Amen? Turn to the person next to you and say, walking with God is not a destination. It's a destiny. How many of you guys know the difference between destination and destiny? Destination is a place that you have to arrive at. Destiny is an unraveling of who you are in the moment. Sapping like a, you, you, you sucking like a tree, like tree sap. You sucking like milk off a mother's breast. You are enjoying the moment. You are sucking the life off of the vine, off of the father, all the time, every day, every moment, you are living in the Father like this. This is your destiny. Amen. Are you with me? Amen. This is destiny, guys. It's not a, it's, this is not going to happen when you get to some place. Yeah. 
This is not going to happen when you achieve a certain goal. Stand at attention while we're doing this, please. I'll stay up. This is not going to happen when you become a better person. Frot, man. Your flesh is frot forever. Your flesh will never become fresh. Fresh. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> Deal with it. You're not going to get to this unity in this place, destiny with God, enjoying every moment of every day, feeling fulfilled while you're cooking, while you're mopping. Yesterday I was doing the garden. Guys, I was having such a joy. I was dancing in the yard. Even the neighbor walked past. He was laughing at me because I had headphones on. I only realized afterwards. Because you know why? God was saying to me, my boy, dance more this year. Nice. Dance more. Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy life. What else is there? Yeah. But you see, we're all waiting to arrive somewhere because some pastor is preaching a message of the unfinished work of Jesus mm. that you need to finish before you can enjoy. But yeah, we preach the truth. It's called the finished work of Christ. Come on. And you have arrived already in Jesus. Mm. So what is your destiny? Your destiny is to have a Christ consciousness that I am with my Father in every moment. Yep. When I'm driving with my wife in the car, He's with us and we can sense it and we are, we are feeling life to its fullest. Amen. And let me tell you something, from that place, you can go get the body easy. But if you go and try and get the body without this, you're going to work. Even going to get those hormones that get released when you have a workout in the gym, even that becomes hard work. It's supposed to be enjoyable, but it won't be. Mm. Because it is out of the flesh. That's right. Amen? This is what you want. This is your destiny. Turn to the person next to you, hook your arm in there and say, Man, this is me this year with Jesus. Every moment, all day long. This is my first goal. Amen. To enjoy it. That's it. Amen. Give Jesus a round of applause. Come on. So, so I suppose the question is, you know, because every time we say this, we have to explain it, you know, is that people now think it's like, well, that, that's all I'm going to do. You know, it's cool. That's all I'm going to do. That is true if you understand the mechanic. Because a lot of people, now you get both extremes. You get the people who are so tired and burnt out, they're like, oh, I don't have to do anything. <sighs> Praise the Lord. Then you get the people who are so insecure and, and, and so empty, they were like, no, I can't just like, not do anything. Like Jesus can't be enough, right? Those are the, normally the two extremes that you have. But you see, the principle is this, is that God is not like us. We're made in his image and likeness. He's not made in our image and likeness. Why is that important? It's because, you see, if we sit around and do nothing, right, what happens? Nothing happens. It's not hard work, okay? It's like, nothing happens. We go fraught, everything falls apart. You're going to lose your job. You're going to, you know, all that sort of stuff. But here's the thing. God sitting still, all right, he never stops producing life. So even though he's, he's now seated at the right hand of God because his work is finished, his very nature is life. Are you with me? So what does that mean? It means that if we are hooked in with him, if we are hooked in with him and we are walking with him in true relationship, not performance, not manipulation, not fear, in true relationship, his nature produces in us. Are you with me? 
Jesus made that statement. He says, your heavenly father knows you need these things. Matthew 6, Grant was sharing from there, 5 or 6. And he says, your heavenly father knows you need this thing. But the problem is, we're so conformed to the ways of the world that we don't realize that when we come and rest and hook ourselves in, the very nature of who God is causes us to rise above the way the world works. Are you with me? And what happens is that everything that we're supposed to be doing, everything that we're supposed to be achieving, now becomes a byproduct of the nature of life that we're carrying inside of us. Are you with me? People are even going to say this year, no, this year I'm, I'm, I'm going into ministry. I'm going to bring glory to God. Listen, going into ministry is not what brings glory to God. Jesus himself says there's only one thing that brings glory to God, and that is that you bear much fruit. You mentioned patience earlier. What do the, the creative preachers say? It's like, I asked God for patience once, and then he made me wait. Uh, not scriptural. Patience is a fruit of the Spirit. Hello? I need love. God gave me an opportunity to love. Unscriptural. Love is the fruit of the Spirit. I need joy. God gave me an opportunity to be joyful. Unscriptural. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit. Are you guys with me? And what is the key to walking like this, ladies and gents? The key is that you need to stop waiting around for someone to convince you. There's people sitting here this morning. It's like, you know, Bash, Didi, Tasso, just, just give me more evidence so I can convince myself. Those days are over. I'm sorry. Seriously, the book has closed. There is no more convincing, in this church anyway, there is no more convincing we can give you out of this. Short of going into some theological seven-year honorary doctorate or whatever level understanding of this word. You know, literally, you know, Tasso comes up here and he literally has to talk in the Koine Greek. I don't know, short of what more we can give to, to you guys, right? There comes a point where you need to wake up in the morning and say, Lord, I choose to believe your evidence. How much more evidence do you want? Because there isn't any left. Are you with me? So if you're at the point where you're like, no, I just, need, I just need an answer on this, and I just need an answer on that. Listen, if you want to try and do this based on your knowledge, you know there was only one person who had perfect knowledge of God in the history of humanity. It's not Apostle Paul. It wasn't Moses. It was only one. You know who he was? Jesus. Right? Jesus himself said, if you see me, You've seen the Father. Even Moses, Moses said, I'm going up the mountain. He, he said, I'm not like God. I'm not anywhere close. Even when he came down and his face was glowing with the glory, he covered it. He's like, don't, don't connect me to God. I'm not a representation of him. But Jesus himself said, if you see me, you've seen the Father. What I speak, he has spoken. What I do, he has done. Are you with me? So there comes a point right, where you need to let go of the illusion that I'm going to be as knowledgeable of God as Jesus was. And you've got to do that, guys, because you've got to get to the point where, okay, everything I've done to this point is nothing. The only important thing I need is to know Christ, to know his finished work, and to now follow him in my heart every single day. 
Amen? You can go study with Dr. Jim Richards in America for seven years. But if your heart is not willing to believe, at the end of the seven years, you'll tell Dr. Jim Richards himself, listen, Doc, you haven't given me enough. <laughs> and he's going to be like, but there's nothing left. <laughs> what do you want? Are you with me? We need to accept the evidence God has given us. And what does Hebrews 11 tell us? It says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because whoever comes to him must believe that he is who he says he is, and he is a rewarder of those who seek him. Did I quote that right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> right? Are you guys with me? So this year, ladies and gents, I think we were talking this week about how, oh, by the way, we should tell everyone this, Church Without Walls is turning 10 years old this year. We made it! <laughs> 10, guys! Yeah, that's a big deal. And we still haven't run out of things to say. Praise God. <laughs> we still talk too much. <laughs> but anyway, I just, that just came to my mind now. Yeah. But, but this year, this year of perfect peace, right? God is inviting us to have an absolute conviction. He's inviting us to choose. And he's going to lead the way. I'm telling you, we, we've had years now, probably what, three, four, five years well, we have gone so deep into scripture. Guys, there's literally no controversial or hot topic that has not been answered in this church. Who was saying it was Ash? Where are you, Ash? I saw you just now. Oh, there. He was saying on, on Thursday, he's like, yeah, I was going back into like all the playlists and stuff on YouTube and Facebook. Where he's like, you guys have taught a lot of stuff. I'm like, dude, we've left no stone, no stone unturned here. Okay, thank you. Peanut gallery in the corner here that I messed up a word, okay? <laughs> but I'm telling you now, guys, the time is now as children of God, the sons and daughters, to stop being orphans, to take your hands off your life and place your hands in the hands of Jesus. Every single day to open your heart to him, not to go run out there and do your own thing, but to sit down and trust him and believe that, you know what, my desires are completely fulfilled in him. And to live a life worthy of this calling is to become whole and complete in him, to move to the point now where your wholeness and your completeness, your fulfillment, your joy starts serving other people. You know what the number one thing that's going to chow you this year if you don't choose to listen to this is that you're going to become so self-absorbed, right? You're going to lose your health. You're going to lose your peace. You're going to lose your stamina, right? Your walk with God is going to become dry. You're going to lose relationships. And you're going to get to the end of the year with one or two things ticked off, but you're going to be way worse off than you thought you were. But you've got to choose. You have got to build trust in God. You've got to prioritize that relationship. And you've got to resign yourself to the fact that I'm going to take a deep breath now. And I know something needs to be done. And that urge to go and do it however I want to do it. I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to let it go and say, Lord, many are my plans. But you are going to direct my steps. Amen? Praise God. Are you guys with us this morning? 
So before we go into any of the messages, we wanted to get this straight. We wanted to lay this foundation for you for the year because it's so easy to run into all these things. Number one, no desire is evil unless it is something that you're trying to achieve outside of your relationship with God. If you're trying to do it uh, out of the timing with God or if it's something that you've put in your heart that is uh, not of God, then it's an evil desire. Are you with me? But most of the desires that Christians have are desires that God has placed there. But he wants, you to, he wants you to experience them and fulfill them in time with him, in lockstep with him. Amen? Amen. That's when the life starts to flow out of the stuff. Are you with me? So we're going to take it easy. We're not like wild horses out of the gates. Amen? We are going to allow the Holy Spirit to launch us into the year. Can we do that? And then at the end of this year, we're going to be refreshed. We're going to be empowered. We're going to be trusting God more. We're going to have, be, we're going to have grown as individuals in Christ. Amen? That's the key. And you know what he says? If you get that right, all those other things are going to get added anyway. That's his promise. That's what he says. We don't worry. Our job is not to get the things added. Our job is to seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. His way of doing it. Amen. All that stuff gets added to us in the process. So turn to the person next to you and say, in 2023, I'm not going to do the garden. My priority is to get into the garden. <laughs> All the wives are looking at their husbands going, you're going to do the garden. <laughs> You think I bought that lawnmower for, you will do it. Are you with me? You're not going to do the garden. What am I saying? You're not setting yourself up to complete some project. You're going to get into the garden. Which garden? The delightful spot called the Garden of Eden. What is the imagery of a successful man before anything? It was a man called Adam walking with God in the cool of the day, walking with God in the garden. What is the imagery of hard work and toil, frustration and depression? That same man outside of the garden. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Say it again. This year, this year, it's not about doing the garden. It's about getting back into the garden. Every chance I have. I'm going to walk in the cool of the day with my Father. Amen? Hooked up. Amen. I'm hooking up with God this, this 2023. Amen? Amen? Come on, why don't you get the person there next to you and say, we're doing this together, brother. We're doing this together, sister. Amen. 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 God is good. Amen? Amen? God is good. Amen? I know that didn't promise you all the prosperity stuff that you would have got at some of the churches down the road, yeah? <laughs> they would have said, this year is 2023, you must sow 2,023 rand. They would have told you if you sowed 2,023 rand, God was going to give you the new job and the health and the this and the that. How many of you guys been through that one? Yes, I went through it for so long like a stuck record. I can't believe it took me so long to get out of it. The thing for me is, right, imagine you're sitting there. 
They say, right, if you want to fulfill God's destiny for your, for your life this year, give 2,023 rand now, right now. Dude, who carries three rand of change in the, in the pocket, bro? Now I'm going to miss God's plan because I haven't got a two rand and a one rand. No, man, come on. Yes. <laughs> I love the way that thing builds, though, because usually they go 200 rand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God is saying you must give 200 rand this year. And then it goes... 2,000, <laughs> 20,000, 2023. That's how it builds usually. Two million. No, yeah. <laughs> so, so what's the, sorry, but what's the difference between that and the world? Yeah. Once again, trying to create something from the outside of this place, the Garden of Eden. Amen? Mm. Do you know what the Garden of Eden actually means? It means a delightful spot. It's a place where you experience Provision, security, safety, moderation, all your thoughts and desires are anchored. Are you with me? That's the place where you experience the fullness of life. Amen. Amen. And let's be there. Let's make that our priority. And I promise you, all the other things will fall into place. Amen. Amen. It's not about how we start the year. It's about how we finish the year. Anything. <laughs> Amen. That's true. Awesome. That's true. Anyone wants to throw out a pearl of wisdom there for the year? Anybody? Before we close. Who's got something for us? Come on, man. You know how we do church. I think you should use the microphone, please. Please. Okay. Amen. Amen. Going back to the future, the garden. I like that. <clears throat> Very cool. So guys, turn to the person next to you, grab them by the hand, look them in the eye, <laughs> and say this year. This year. To be a richer. To be a richer. More fuller. More fuller. Fulfilled person. Fulfilled person. I'm going to laugh more. I'm going to laugh more. I'm going to dance more. I'm going to dance more. I'm going to bry more. I'm going to... I'm going to bribe more. <laughs> Are you with me? Okay. <laughs> Listen, the, the scriptures even tell us, the wisest man in the, in the scriptures, Ecclesiastes, he says, there is nothing else for a man that he may eat and drink and enjoy the toil of his, of his work. Amen? What is that? <laughs> We're going to bribe. Yeah, it's going to bribe. Listen, if you like dancing, dance, man. Just dance. If you like music, if you like singing, sing. If you like reading, go out there and read it. But just do it. Do it in the garden. Amen. Amen? Do it in the garden. If you like working with your hands, get out there, do your thing. But do it in the garden this year. Mm. Amen? Are you with me, folks? Amen. Don't hold back anything. Be rich this year. Where? Here's your bank account right here. Amen. Amen. Be rich. Be full. If you want to go learn how to play golf, go play golf, man. Go do it. And enjoy it. Enjoy your life. Enjoy walking with God this year. Amen. 
Don't get so hung up on all these other things, these external things that you think are going to add worth to you. Nothing's going to add more worth and health to your body than laughing more. Bible says laughter is medicine for the soul. Yeah. That's what it says. I'm not making it up. Go read it. Are you with me? Yeah. Man, just enjoy. Enjoy God. Enjoy life. Do you know what our biggest, our biggest uh, message will be to the world now at this time? Do you know what it's going to be? Freedom. The world at this moment... Their freedom is getting taken away from them every single day. They are telling them that they have to get vaccinated. They are telling them that they have to, uh, uh, not allowed to fly on airplanes and travel anymore because of green, uh, the green laws. They are slowly but surely, the thing that they've trusted in, governments and man and people, are more and more taking away their freedom. The message that will be the most powerful that you preach to anyone in your family and friends this year is an evidence of your freedom in Christ. Are you with me? Be free. Amen. Jesus paid for it. Amen. Amen? Amen? Appropriate the blood. Be free. Let this place fall apart and we walk with freedom. And guess what? All these prisoners of the world are going to say, we need that. We want that. How do we get that? You say, come. Come to church. Come learn how to walk in God. Come learn how to be free. Amen? Amen. We'll close with this. Um, many years ago, there was a competition, an art competition, where they, they wanted the artists to enter in a picture of what peace was for them. And I've used this before, but it's a perfect example. And um, all the guys... Some people wrote, uh, drew pictures of mountains and some beaches and some flowers in the garden. Some people uh, doing different things. And that was their idea of peace. But the person who won the art competition was somebody who actually drew this big storm cloud with hail and there was lightning and there was havoc and stuff happening around in the background. But right in the middle, they placed a young woman with a smile on her face. And she won it because there was the true depiction of peace. Because peace and freedom is not dictated to us by what's happening around us. It's what's happening inside of us. And make that your priority this year, and you'll see how rich you are in 2024. Amen? No, in, oh, for next year. Yeah, okay. Yes. Praise God. Amen. We're already talking about 24. Let's go. <laughs> 23, check. Amen. Jesus. Done. Amen. Anybody want to share something? You got something? I like it. <laughs> 2023. Yeah, it's not on top, it's inside. Amen. Let's close in prayer. You want to close for us, Yeah, Bish? every head bowed, every eye closed. Okay, every head bowed, every eye closed. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> while Pastor Didi was just closing up there, I, I got a word in my heart from the Holy Spirit. And just, just keep your eyes closed. 
And the word was specifically for, for the men, the fathers. Um, I believe that God is making a very distinct instruction here in saying that he wants you to reconnect to your families. He wants you to start putting the correct things in place. There's many things you need to get done, but do it from, do it from the place of the garden. Listen to the Holy Spirit. He knows you have to clean the gutters. He knows you have to, you have to do this. He knows all these things. But he wants you to be sensitive to your families. Be sensitive to your wives. Be sensitive to your children. You are the leaders in your homes. It is more important to build the members of your family than to build the house you are living in. Open your heart to the Holy Spirit for them. Start this year properly with them. Don't take on projects. It's better for your marriage to be sound and your kids to be healthy and of sound mind and rooted and grounded. It's better to have that and your gutters falling off than to have nice gutters and a broken family. Focus this year. Bring the love back into your family. Bring the safety back into your family. Create the fortress that God has put in your heart for your family. Stand up as men of God, sons of the King Most High. The faith and the discipline that you want to see in your family, have it first in God. The peace that you want to see in your family, have it first in God. And lead them daily, step by step, to walk with Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for every heart here this morning. We thank you so much that you love us so intimately, God. We thank you that you are interested in every detail of our lives. We thank you that you have given us such an endless supply of life, Lord. Such an endless supply of love and peace and joy. I pray for every heart that heard this message this morning, Lord. And I pray for every heart that will hear it, Lord. I pray that their hearts open towards you, Lord. I pray that they, they seek you earnestly. That they choose to believe that you are who, they, who you say you are, Lord. And you are a rewarder of those who seek you. Thank you, Lord. Right now, I see every heart warming, Father. I see it warming up. I see it glowing. I see it opening, Lord, in Jesus' name. And we thank you that we know, with full assurance, Lord, we know that every moment of every day for the rest of this year, Lord, we can trust you. We can be patient and we can wait on you because you always lead us to life. You always lead us to goodness. We choose to lay down what it looks like and we choose to follow your leading to where you have provided, Lord. We love you.
love you, Lord. We give you alone all the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And all who believe said, Amen. Amen. Come on, give him a big shout of praise. Amen. So 2023, make it your priority this year, okay? Get to church. Bring your family to church. Start leading. Get signed up on discipleship school. It's only 200 rand a month. I promise you it's the best investment you'll ever make in your life. Can anybody uh, let me know if that's the truth here or not, guys? It is growing people phenomenally. I promise you, you will never, ever invest in anything better than the Word of God itself. Amen? You must remember that the heart is a matrix, guys. And whatever seed you put into the heart is what will shape the heart. And the only thing, not worship, not prayer, not that stuff is not the seed. There's only one seed. It's called the Word of God. You have to put the seed into the heart so that it can shape the heart and produce the life accordingly. If you put apples into the ground, you get what? Apple seeds, you get apples. You put the seed of God in, in your heart, what's going to happen? Christ-likeness. Christ-like nature. Amen? And that kind of nature is going to set you up for success in everything. Amen. Make it a priority. And I'm making a promise to you. God gave me this word last year. He said, this year, anyone who sits under these teachings in this building is going to experience perfect peace no matter what's going on out there. Make it your priority. I promise you. I'm promising you perfect peace in your business, perfect peace in your marriage, in your home, in your health. If you was, it's the promise that he made to this church. I don't know what he said to anyone else, but he said it here. Are you with me? If that's what you want, come and get it. It's your decision. Amen? It's your decision. Amen. Have a lekker Sunday. Enjoy your samosas outside there.